Obi-Wan entered the coordinates for landing. He shot Anakin a quick questioning look. Are you ready to face him again? He was not sure, but he knew he had to be. I am ready, Master. He felt the dark side of the Force gather as they entered the planet's atmosphere. The craft skimmed over the foothills. Obi-Wan landed in a valley near an outcropping of trees. We need to keep clear of the eruption site, he said. We'll track Omega on swoop bikes. According to Jocasta Nu, we have about an hour before the volcano begins to erupt. Not much time, Anakin said as they hurried toward the stowed swoops. It will have to be enough. Anakin swung his leg over the swoop. He was feeling better, but heaviness still seemed to hang on him, clouding his mind. The med staff had assured him that the drug was completely out of his system. He was not sure why he wasn't feeling himself yet. He suspected it had something to do with the dark feeling of doom he received from this planet. They took off on their swoops, gliding over the hills and heading for the rugged mountains ahead. One mountain pushed high above the rest, seeming to thrust itself out of the planet's core. That's it, Obi-Wan said. That's Kachtari. They pushed the swoops to maximum speed. The air turned colder as they rose to higher elevations. Suddenly, Anakin saw a column of steam spurt from the ground below. He swerved the swoop just in time to avoid being scalded. We're in the danger zone now, Obi-Wan said. Be careful. As they rode on, Anakin saw that deep fissures had cracked the earth and split gigantic boulders in two. The steam rose hundreds of meters high in some places. He heard a muffled sound like a faraway starfighter engine roaring. Groundquakes, Obi-Wan said. Small one so far. Anakin looked ahead. He saw a line of soldiers hiking down the mountain. He pointed them out to Obi-Wan. His master frowned. This area was supposed to have been evacuated. Let's get a little closer. They descended. Hearing the noise, the soldiers looked up. Some of them raised blasters. Uh, master? Don't worry. Obi-Wan suddenly zoomed down, landing directly in front of them. Anakin followed his master to the head of the line, to stand before a gaunt soldier with a grimy face and a beard gray with ash. I see we meet again, Captain Wilflet, Obi-Wan said. The captain nodded a greeting. I thought you evacuated. We did. We came back. We're looking for Granta Omega, Obi-Wan said. Have you seen him? No, the captain said. I have enough worries. He stared at Obi-Wan when he said this, but Anakin knew he was lying. This area was evacuated, Obi-Wan said. The volcano is about to erupt. I know, Captain Welflet said, but we had word of enemy patrols in the area. But you will all die, Obi-Wan said. The eruption will cover all this. He swung an arm out. The scientists know this. The sensors indicate it. Captain Welflet snorted. Scientists and sensors, this is our land. We are not going to lose it. I see you have some new weaponry since I saw you last. Obi-Wan remarked. The captain shifted his gaze. Is the Jedi so interested in our weaponry? The mountain rumbled. A steam column suddenly split the rocky ground and spewed into the air. We don't have much time, Obi-Wan said. Let me tell you what I think and what you don't know. 
I think you accepted payment in weapons for land that will be useless to you. But you were tricked. That is an interesting supposition, the captain said cautiously. Grant Omega paid you for the rights to the new sea, Obi-Wan said. What you don't know is that he wants it for a reason. The volcano will deposit titanite on the land before the wave brings the water. He will mine it and make a fortune, and you will lose out. He said he wanted it for a fish farm, the captain muttered, and we believed him. Tell me where he is, and I might be able to help you, Obi-Wan said. He does not deserve our loyalty, the captain said. He is above, on the ridge, conducting experiments. Here are the coordinates. The captain gave them to Obi-Wan. You must get down the mountain as quickly as you can, Obi-Wan said. We have air transport below, but we're on the lookout for the enemy. Forget the enemy, Obi-Wan said. If you don't, you will die. Then we will die, Captain Welflet said. But we will die on our land. Obi-Wan swung his leg back over the swoop and motioned to Anakin. He plugged the coordinates into the onboard computer. We must hurry, Padawan, he said. I don't like the look of the scanner. The groundquakes are intensifying. They took off to the spot where the captain had left Granto Omega. Flying was difficult now as the steam hissed suddenly into the air, sometimes followed by showers of large rocks. They saw him high on a snowy ridge. He was with Melora. They were both dressed in white thermal gear to protect them from the cold. They were packing up their equipment and heading for their swoops. Obi-Wan leaned over his swoop, urging the machine to go faster. Grant Omega looked up and saw them. Even from that distance, Anakin could tell he was dismayed. He spoke a quick word to Melora and they took off. We'll follow them to the ship, Obi-Wan said. We can commandeer it and return them to Coruscant. Granta and Melora did not attempt to lose the Jedi. No doubt they knew they could not. The Jedi gained on them, but Melora and Omega managed to reach their Suro sub at the foot of the volcano. Omega activated the landing ramp and they flew inside. We can make it, Obi-Wan shouted as the landing ramp began to close. Anakin zoomed alongside his master. They angled their swoops as the ramp slid closed. They slid inside, feeling the whoosh of air as the ramp slid into place. The cockpit of the ship was empty.